Anything for Science Written by Magnolia822 Read by Literarian Chapter 6 Never Like This One of the things Crowley has not anticipated in spite of his bravado at the park when you finally get what you want after 6,000 years, it's very difficult to be cool. Back at Aziraphale's dusty flat, stumbling to the bed, Crowley is so far from cool and collected, he might as well be in a different solar system. Fucking Alpha Centauri, he thinks dazedly as they pull at one another's clothes. Aziraphale has far too many buttons. For years, Crowley has dreamt of undoing them slowly, one by one, but now that he's actually got down to it, his hands are trembling so badly he can barely get one of the damned things open. Aziraphale is touching him, rubbing his hands up and down the bare skin of Crowley's chest, since he somehow managed to undo Crowley's shirt with no issue. The fabric slips down his shoulders, and Aziraphale's hands are there, tracing reverently, almost like Aziraphale is savouring the feel of his skin, and it's Fucking distracting is what it is. No one has ever touched him like this, and it's been so very long. And Aziraphale's lips are against his jaw, nibbling. Angel, he growls, trying his best not to yank on the fabric. A little help? Best not to risk any more miracles, Aziraphale says, breathing heavily as he takes pity on Crowley and gets to work on his silly waistcoat with quick, practiced movements. Crowley stares, kicking out of the rest of his clothes like they're on fire. Their eyes are on each other, both staring greedily. Aziraphale still has a cock, and it's already fully hard, jutting thickly from his hips. Crowley wets his lips, hardly knowing where to start. He has no plan, but he wants to make this good for Aziraphale. He wants to satisfy him in every way, in whatever form he takes, maybe in all forms, every day, for the rest of eternity. It's a little overwhelming. Dearest, Aziraphale murmurs against his ear, and Crowley shivers. You're shaking. He strokes Crowley's hips like he's soothing a skittish animal. Am I? Must be the fish. That uni seemed a little off. You don't have to be nervous. I'm not fucking nervous, Aziraphale. Give me a little credit. 
he realizes the way he's suddenly holding Aziraphale might be interpreted as clinging. Whatever you say, dear, let's lie down. I want to get a good look at you. Aziraphale's sheets are freshly washed, smelling of lavender. They're back where they started that morning, only this time there is no doubt where they're headed. They are finally next to each other, nothing between them. Aziraphale is looking at him like he's something precious, touching his thighs, his arms, his chest. Crowley lets him, waiting to see what will happen next. You're so beautiful. Do you have any idea? Aziraphale says as he finally straddles Crowley's hips. His pink cock is only inches away, a bead of moisture wetting the tip. Crowley tries to lean forward to kiss it, but Aziraphale pushes him down. Not yet. Then he scoots back and licks a trail down his stomach. Crowley arches off the bed. For somebody's sake, Angel. I wanted to see how you taste. Well? He can't help asking. Beyond my wildest dreams. Aziraphale bites his lower lip, looking from Crowley's face down to where he is aching between his legs. All the while, he's still doing the touching, smoothing his hands all over Crowley's body. He's being loved so completely, so intensely, and there's an expression of such tenderness on Aziraphale's face, it's almost too much to bear. He squeezes his eyes closed against the brightness, feels a ridiculous tear leak down his stupid face. When did he become such a blasted sap? Crying twice within 24 hours is certainly not very demonic. He hopes Aziraphale doesn't notice. If he does, Aziraphale is kind enough not to mention it. Warm lips press against Crowley's jaw, seek his mouth. He opens to the kiss completely, their tongues tangling, and Crowley rubs the thick thighs flanking his body. Aziraphale shudders above him, his cock leaking a sticky trail as they slide together. Aziraphale breaks away, his gaze intense and a little nervous. You've been so wonderful made me feel so good. I want to try. Will you let me? Anything you like, Crowley says. He's so on edge, if Aziraphale does what Crowley thinks he is about to, he might discorporate. Splendid. 
with a smile mostly beatific and just a little bit wicked, Aziraphale manoeuvres himself between Crowley's spread thighs. He is looking up at him when he first takes Crowley's cock into his mouth, one hand firm around the base. As soon as his lips close, he makes a little moaning sound in the back of his throat and closes his eyes, rolling his tongue around as though Crowley is a particularly delicious sweet. Crowley curls his hands into fists, digging his nails into his palms. The sensation is brilliant, but it's nothing compared to the sight of Aziraphale enjoying himself, enjoying him. There is no finesse, it is wet and sloppy and without much rhythm to speak of, but it is still the best Crowley has ever felt in his miserable existence. Aziraphale's face is flushed, his lips shining and red. He looks up again. Do you like it? Crowley can't even think of a witty rejoinder. Yes, fuck, angel. Oh, good. I want you to... in my mouth, please. He is stroking Crowley's cock slowly as he speaks, using his other hand to squeeze his bollocks, just as Crowley had shown him that morning. And the pressure is building. The sweetest ache. I don't think that's going to be a problem, Crowley says through clenched teeth. In fact, it's pretty much imminent. It doesn't say much for his stamina, but he figures he's got time to prove himself later. Aziraphale takes him in again with a groan of delight, and that sound alone pushes Crowley over the edge. His body trembles, and he gasps as the pleasure peaks, and he comes so hard and so powerfully his vision blurs. He realizes at some point he's plunged his hand into Aziraphale's soft hair. He is vaguely aware that someone is moaning, and vaguely aware that someone is him. Aziraphale's hands are an anchor, holding him in place, a comforting weight on his thighs as he shakes. He flops his head on the down pillow, splays himself out like a starfish. He is loose-limbed and pliant, all angles in line. Aziraphale looks extremely pleased with himself. Speechless? Only because it's you. A bit. Well, I suppose all of my studying paid off. His cock is still half-hard, and Aziraphale continues to lavish it with his attention, watching Crowley from underneath his lashes as he nuzzles. He makes it look as though he loves Crowley's taste, his smell, and maybe he does. 
Crowley has half a mind to let him explore all night, but now that he's had some relief, his head is clear. And what he wants more than anything is to return the favour tenfold. Aziraphale is still aroused, hips shifting restlessly, and Crowley regards him, his hunger rekindling. There are few benefits to being a demon, but one of them is a negligible refractory period, if he wants. And he wants. Aziraphale. Hmm? Crowley pins him with a gaze he hopes is commanding, but might be more along the lines of pleading. Come here. He holds out his arms. This is how they were meant to be, Crowley thinks, as he tastes himself on Aziraphale's tongue. They have, after all, chosen Earth and each other, so why not earthly expressions of love? Aziraphale was right at the park. It never would have worked before, not on Aziraphale's end at least. Not until he discovered for himself what heaven was really like, until he made the choice to be here with Crowley. Funny thing about the end of the world, how it can be a beginning. My dear, Aziraphale whispers against his lips. Crowley looks down at him as they rock together, feels the solid flesh of Aziraphale beneath him, the broad chest and plush stomach, pink nipples he needs to lick and kiss. What do you want, Angel? Anything you like, it's yours. Well, I think I'd like, that is to say, will you fuck me? Crowley can't help but grin down at him. I thought you'd never ask. He's going to take his time, make good on his promise. He gives Aziraphale one last kiss and then leans back on his haunches, considers where to begin. Aziraphale is watching him with lust-hazy eyes, utterly trusting. Crowley wants to devour him, and so he does, starting with the little round nipples, getting them nice and hard as Aziraphale writhes against his mouth. In spite of his inexperience, Aziraphale is completely unselfconscious only moans in approval when Crowley nips at his soft belly, dips his tongue into the navel. Aziraphale's skin is smooth and sweet, with only a scattering of hair on his chest and lower belly. Crowley rubs his face against it and grabs at Aziraphale's full thighs, feeling he could be happy with only this for the rest of their time on Earth. Aziraphale doesn't seem quite as contented, however. His whole body is tense with arousal, 
fat cock leaking onto his belly. Crowley takes pity on him and gives it a stroke, and Aziraphale rewards him with a soft cry. Oh, Crowley! Is that nice, Angel? With a small demonic miracle, his fingers are slick with almond oil. He reaches down behind Aziraphale's heavy bollocks to find his entrance, easing one finger into the tight hole. Is that all right? Yes, please, yes, more. The muscles clench tightly around him, so he magics more oil before adding another finger, watching for Aziraphale's reactions any hint of discomfort or pain. He finds none. Only an angel with his thighs spread wantonly, laid out like a feast. Crowley may not like eating as much as Aziraphale does, but this is one meal he's planning to savor. Fingers working, he puts his attention back to Aziraphale's pretty cock, giving it a nice, slow lick. His tongue can do many wicked things, and he can't wait to show off a little, but for now... Please don't torment me, will you? Aziraphale is so incredibly hard, he fills Crowley's mouth completely. He tastes sweeter than a human, but only just. Crowley bobs his head, taking him down as deep as he can and sucking hard as he crooks his fingers just so. Aziraphale makes a pain sound. He is pulsing hotly mere seconds later, and Crowley loves him through it all. When he comes up for air, Aziraphale is babbling his apologies. His eyes are shining, and his chest is mottled pink. You never have to apologize to me. Crowley says, between pressing soft kisses along the insides of his quivering thighs, fingers still buried inside. Not ever. He bites one thigh harder, sucking in a bruise, and Aziraphale yelps, grabbing onto Crowley's hair to pull him closer. My dear, you really are a brute! He gasps. You sound like you like it. Maybe I do. Aziraphale gazes at him fondly. You know, I quite like the look of you between my thighs. Cheeky bugger. Crowley bites him again. So, this is what it was like for you all those years ago. Aziraphale swallows, glances somewhere else. Crowley feels him start to withdraw, and he can't have that, not tonight. He shakes his head and rears up, replacing his fingers with the head of his cock. No, 
Crowley says as he starts to push in. Not ever. You must know that. Never like this. And Satan below, he's not lying. The feel of Aziraphale's body drawing him in is like nothing he's ever known. The exquisite pressure and the ease of it, as though Aziraphale was made only for him. And he realizes, with a jolt of lust and unbearable tenderness, that he in fact was. Aziraphale's attention snaps back to him fully and immediately. His eyes grow huge as Crowley fills him, angling his hips for just the right amount of pressure. When he is in deep and their bodies are flush, Crowley takes Aziraphale's hands and presses them back over his head. Wrap your legs around me. He whispers, groaning when Aziraphale complies. That's it. Their mouths meet in a messy kiss, Aziraphale opening to him as Crowley starts to move. He kisses the angel's soft jaw, the hollow at the base of his throat. Aziraphale's hands grip his own tightly, and Crowley uses them for leverage, using his whole body to worship and caress wherever he can reach. Aziraphale seems greedy for it. He reaches and rubs like a cat as Crowley fills him again and again, and finally he asks wordlessly for the use of his hands. Crowley releases him, lost to a desperate embrace, blunt nails scratching at his back. Crowley has a catalogue of touches in his memory carefully preserved. The cursory but intentional brushing of fingers, the smoothing down of a collar, one hand on the back to guide the other through a door. But never like this, never with the mutual acknowledgement that yes, we are doing this together, and yes, I want to feel your skin, to know that you're real beside me. He thinks fuzzily of Aziraphale's plan, and wonders about the Bastille, about the Blitz, a hundred other times this might have happened if only one of them had spoken. He decides it was worth the wait. It is somehow softer than Crowley imagined it would be. He has no idea where his body ends and Aziraphale's begins. They are completely one and there is nothing frightening about it, nothing wrong. He doesn't know why he's worried about it for so long. He's an idiot, a fool. Aziraphale smiles under his mouth and Crowley rolls them over, wanting a better view. Now astride his hips, Aziraphale nearly glows. 
the smile is lost in a pleasure-glazed flush when Crowley snaps up into him. Aziraphale moves tentatively, circling down another of his little experiments. Crowley hisses a yes. That's right, use me, he says. Put your hands on my chest if you need. Crowley wills his cock to behave, fighting back the rising tide of arousal as Aziraphale gains more confidence and finds his rhythm. He rocks back and forth on Crowley's prick, sighing as he gets the angle just right. His cock leaks onto Crowley's flat stomach, twitching as he moves up and down. Crowley takes it in one hand, using the other to play with Aziraphale's nipples, grab at his tits. You're gorgeous, angel. Oh, dearest! Aziraphale almost sobs. He is getting close. Crowley can tell from the stutter of his hips and the swelling flesh in his hand. He magics more oil, creating a slick channel in his fist for Aziraphale to do as he likes. Aziraphale grinds against his pelvis and Crowley lifts to meet him. His erection aches deep in the clench of Aziraphale's body, waiting for him to let go. He isn't expecting the wings, but suddenly there they are, arching from behind Aziraphale's shoulders in brilliant, blinding white. Aziraphale shudders and cries out as his orgasm hits, and Crowley gasps and strokes him through it, feels the ripple around his cock. Aziraphale's wings flutter, and all through the room there is the sudden, unmistakable feeling of pure love. It's like a door opening and a long-lost secret being revealed. Crowley cries out as he remembers, and then he is coming, emptying himself and closing his eyes against the light. Spasms of pleasure rack his body for what feels like eternity, and all the while Aziraphale is speaking to him in a language he thought he'd lost forever. He is panting, utterly spent, and when he opens his eyes, the wings are gone. It is just Aziraphale in his human form, smiling down at him with a hint of concern in his eyes. Are you quite all right, my dear? He asks, petting at Crowley's chest. Yeah, I... Uh, why wouldn't I be? Well, you certainly... Aziraphale flushes. What? What did I do? Crowley pushes himself up onto his elbows, feeling his softening prick slip free in a rush of warm liquid. Oh. Yes, well, 
It went on for quite some time. Crowley's thighs tingle, and he realizes Aziraphale has cleaned them both up. Uh, how long? Oh, an hour, give or take. An hour? Crowley can feel his eyebrows climb. His eyes drift to Aziraphale's bare shoulders. And did that really happen with the wings and the Enochian? Even now, the strains of angelic language are fading, becoming foreign once again. Aziraphale bites his lower lip. I guess there are some things about us doing this that are certainly not human. Crowley, who has never felt so good, shrugs. I'm okay with that. Good, because I think I gave you a celestial tattoo. A fucking what did you say? Aziraphale clambers gracelessly off Crowley, looking sheepishly at Crowley's chest. There, right over Crowley's useless heart, is a small, delicate, black tattoo. It's a wing, Aziraphale explains needlessly, because it's bloody obvious what it is. I think it's one of mine. Uh, sorry about that. For someone's sake, Crowley groans. He can't quite be asked about it, but he has to make a fuss for appearances. I hope that doesn't happen every time. I guess we'll find out, Aziraphale says, leaning down to kiss him on the cheek, which Crowley pretends to suffer reluctantly. I, for one, think it suits you. You would. All right, dearest. Shall we get dressed and have tea? Aziraphale pulls on his tartan robe, tying it around his middle. He looks so freshly fucked and scrumptious, Crowley wants to pull him back onto the bed, but he doesn't think he can move. I think I still have some moussaka, if you're feeling peckish. I know I am after all that. You can wear your lovely black silk pyjamas. I thought you didn't look in the bag. Aziraphale shrugs and smiles. Tea, dear? I'm going to need some whiskey in mine. You... you will stay over, won't you? Aziraphale pauses with his hand on the doorframe, sounding uncertain. Angel, you couldn't get rid of me if you tried. They both have their tea with whiskey, and afterward Crowley vanishes all of the shitty 70s pornos upon Aziraphale's request. They were rather awful, Aziraphale says, wrinkling his nose doesn't quite prepare you for the real thing. Nothing does, says Crowley. They are sitting side by side, 
Aziraphale with a plate of biscuits and Crowley playing around with his phone. And if Crowley's free arm is around Aziraphale's shoulders, and if the angel is leaning against him while he nibbles, getting crumbs all over Crowley's pyjamas, well, it's just as it should be. So, what were you writing? In your notes. The notebook is still on the table, and Crowley can't help being curious. Oh, Aziraphale flushes. Um, nothing, really. Tell me. Crowley pokes him in the side. No! Crowley makes a move as if to grab for it, and Aziraphale lunges, snaps it up in a protective embrace. Don't, he says weakly. Comprehension dawning, Crowley relaxes back into the sofa. Is it about me? In a manner of speaking. Please, it's embarrassing. All right, all right. Crowley throws up his hands in surrender. You don't need to tell me if you don't want. Aziraphale glances down at the book, seems to come to a conclusion. He takes a measured breath. I confess that while we were watching those videos... Porn. Yes, well, I was trying to catalogue your reactions to different scenes, to discern a pattern of interest, as it were. You were watching to see what makes me horny and writing it down. Raphael is a shade of red that Crowley has only ever seen on pieces of fruit. One in particular that started it all. Fuck's sake, Angel. Are you disgusted? No, you mad bastard. I'm impossibly turned on, and if you don't come over here this instant and sit on my lap, I'm going to throw you over my shoulder and carry you back to the bed. Aziraphale beams. Oh, Crowley! I think that sounds like a splendid idea.